All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Under the Rim podcast, bro. And it's been officially been zero days since the NBA has gone drama-free. We haven't gone drama-free this whole week. I've been gone, <laughs> like, or I've been I've been waiting to do my next podcast. What I'm telling you, kind of nonsense has been going on the last few weeks. The Knicks are a horrible damn organization. People are making. If Giannis wasn't seven foot, he'd be at McDonald's jokes. I don't know if you guys seen that, bro. Like last week. This guy, um, what was it, Harden? Well, he was doing an interview with Rich Nicholas. You all probably seen it. It's been a week. Everyone's making memes about it. Well, just to refresh those who don't know and who haven't been keeping up with it, uh, Harden was being interviewed about uh, Giannis' comments he made during the All-Star draft where he said Harden doesn't pass and he joked around about it, but it didn't really look like he was joking. Harden replied saying, like, I don't know what he's talking about. Like, like I pass and, like, like he really doesn't have any skill. He's seven foot. Like, all he needs is just to dunk on people. He, like, I have to actually learn to play the game of basketball. So they've been throwing jabs at each other. Giannis tried to clear it up saying there's no bad blood between these two. But that's a hot lie. That's a that's a damn good lie because, bro, Giannis, we've been, we've been remember when you this man, when you threw the ball in this man's face. When you whipped the ball out of his face, bro, that was an accident. You did that shit on purpose. But anyways, the, ever since these comments or these jabs have been made, people have been sparking the debate like who's better Giannis or Harden who's better player obviously like obviously this season Giannis has been playing out of his mind out of his mind he's the MVP of the season but if I were to take these two players and I were to say here I'm going to build a team with these guys if I was building a team and I had to choose Giannis or Harden personally I would take Harden because Harden is more skilled again like he said in my opinion He's, I think he's the better, obviously he's the better shooter, better free throw shooter. He can draw those fouls. He got the handles. He got the passing ability. He doesn't have the length and athleticism that Giannis has, but I would take everything that Harden has over those things uh, just because of like his clutch factor too. You know, if it's, you need to win by a three and it's do or die or something like that, like Kyrie shot in game seven in the finals, I'm giving it to Harden, bro. Cause I don't, I don't trust Giannis on the three yet. Yet he is working on the three, but I don't trust it yet. It's not consistent like Harden. So I think I take Harden, but you can't um you can't just demoralize um uh, Giannis and say that he has he's ups- like he doesn't have any skill whatsoever because he does have skill to be doing what he does to be that type of length and that type of height. He does need to have skill. You see guys like Mo Bamba, um, Taco Fall, these really lanky dudes that like they don't they're not utilizing their length like. Giannis does and like it's you can't really take away from the man but I would say like Harden Harden again did have a right to clap back though because I don't know why I don't know where Giannis got this narrative in his head that Harden doesn't pass like huh <laughs> like like his number his assist numbers have always been a good amount they've always been a solid amount and especially when Dan Tony came in they've been popping off and especially you see how he's playing with Westbrook this year he's doing amazing this year and, like, I don't know where Giannis pulled that out of, like, Giannis just is a horrible GM when it comes to drafting, bro. Like, nah. Like, you had some good picks. You're picking, I think he picked, did he pick Joel Embiid first? Was he pick Joel Embiid first? I can't remember. But his draft was horrendous. Horrendous. Absolutely atrocious, okay? <laughs> like, bruh. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know where, where he came, where he pulled this out of, and he really said, this man doesn't pass and i was dumbfounded i was like what are you stupid like yes you can pick uh, kemba or trey but bro that's hardened man that's that's hardened 
and he stayed disrespecting him because even in the all-star game they're like yo we're gonna whoever heart they're running whoever offense on harden they said whoever is guarding like whoever harden is guarding is whoever's gonna score and i was like y'all need to relax with the disrespect on my boy the beard bro like <laughs> what's going on why did this come to be but i think from looking at social media a lot of been a lot of people have been taking Harden's side right or like from what i've seen at least they've been making the Giannis McDonald's drive-through memes if he wasn't seven foot if he was like six foot five he would not be doing he wouldn't even be in the NBA and I guess you could say yeah but it's just through like Giannis's hard work that he's he's remained this level of like like this insane level of play he's doing this season but I don't think what he the jabs he took at Harden was right in the beginning and speaking of uh more morally like like weird situations spike lee at the msg what was it like two days ago that this happened bro basically what happened again for you those that don't know what happened spike lee 30 year like 30 year loyal loyal he's been coming to the msg for 30 plus years like Knicks games 30 plus years but probably been a Knicks fan longer than that so 30 plus years loyal to the new york knicks this man is a diehard fan you think of the knicks you think of spike lee he's been there every single time throughout so many generations he's been there through willis reed got the carmelo anthony era the J- the lynn sanity all these all these different eras he's been there for he's been there for as long as like he was there before the miami heat was a thing mind you he was there they did the calculations on first take yesterday and he spends he spent over 10 million dollars in total on the knicks on tickets 10 million dollars so basically what happened right is he comes to the VIP entrance. He's been doing this for the last 30 years. They scan his ticket and they let him in, you know? So he comes this time. They scan it. He's going he's going over to the elevator. He's going over to get up to the, the garden, like the where the court is. And then he gets in the elevator and then the elevator like isn't going up. And the security's like, Mr. Lee, like you have to like you should step out of the elevator. And he's like, I'm not stepping out of the elevator. And he they're like, You like you can't like you need to come with us and then he makes like he makes his point and they send him up they're like okay we're not gonna like do this here so they send him up to the fifth floor and there's like security waiting for this man like like they just call him the SWAT team or some shit and they're like oh you need to exit the building you need to walk all the way around the building um mind you after you already scanned his ticket and go to the VIP entrance and yes this wouldn't be a as biggest thing if they let him know like the day before two days before he said literally the i think it was like the monday it happened he said the last week wednesday he went to see, uh he went saw to kill a mockingbird at msg he went through the same way he went through the employee entrance no problem there they scanned him let him in he went to do whatever but he said now they're trying to make him leave the building on 31st on 30 uh 33rd street something like that and then walk around to 31st street something like that and it was gonna be a walk like it was gonna be a like a like a hot minute walk and he said no he's not doing that he's already here like you already scanned my ticket and he said like once you scan your ticket like you can't rescan it and especially if you leave you can't come back those are the rules he knows the rules so he's like you're obviously setting me up for something like what's wrong with you guys so then he gets in this argument big, big argument whatever um security walks him to his seat everything and then you have I think James Dolan came to try to talk to him at like halftime or something try to make amends and he's like I'm not talking to you like I'm not I'm not about it. Not about it. Then he comes on to first take and he's saying how, like, it's a spin. Because um, of the statement the Knicks released saying his vi- claim as a victim was laughable. We sent an email, all these different things. But they're, 
he claims he swears up and down to Stephen A. Smith that um, they're lying. They're lying. So, in my opinion, I'm on like Spike Lee's side for this, and I've seen a lot of these Knicks fans, a lot of these Knicks fans defending their Knicks and saying, "Oh, he should have used the VIP entrance. He should have known. He should have went through a normal person. Boo hoo! He has to walk." If you're coming through the same entrance for 28, 30 years, every single day, and there hasn't been a problem for 30 years, mind you how long of a time that is, and then all of a sudden, you can't go through that entrance anymore. You can't go. You can't use this entrance anymore. When you're already in the building and you're already almost there to your seat, they're telling you to leave the building, walk all the way around, who knows how long that walk is? It wasn't our short walk. It was not a short walk. All the way around and come back in, especially when your ticket's already been scanned and there are rules that you can't already enter. You can't re-enter when your ticket's already been scanned. And he said this himself. He said he knows what's up. He knows how this works. So you can tell me all you want, like, boo-hoo, uh, like, it's like first world problems, but... This man is the Knicks. This man's been supporting Knicks through all their trash decisions, through all their, like, how shit they've been for the last how many years, how garbage they've been, how much of a laughing stock they've been in the NBA. This man has been there. He's been to every single game. He goes to the preseason games. The preseason games. I don't know who's trying to go to that, but he's going to Knicks preseason games. This man is as loyal as they come. He said that his dad used to take him to these Knicks games. He used to have been there. He'd been coming. And you're trying to tell me... No, like, bro, this man, let him go to whatever entrance he wants, bro. He gives you guys, he gives you guys your, like, the money you need. Because if it wasn't for Spike Lee, bro, your ticket sales would be doing garbage. There's this one picture where he's just sitting, and them seats are empty, bro. Those seats are empty, especially in the, in the MSG. That's saddening, bro. And you're going to tell me you're going to release a statement calling it laughable? I'm telling you, the Knicks don't get much of a joke than this. The Knicks are the biggest... Like they're the, I think they're they're one of the, the most laughable, sports franchises in any of the sports I've ever watched. Like, this is some clown shit. This is like the Knicks are clowns for this one. You have one loyal supporter. You got one loyal supporter that been with you through everything. He been through more. I seen a tweet where it's like he's been to more games, uh, more Knicks games than the Knicks themselves. Like. I see all these tweets, people clowning on each other. Yo, these are the best. This is the best defense the Knicks have played all year on Spike Lee. Like, what the what the hell is going on here? Okay, y'all are really gonna disrespect this man, and then they're gonna release that that BS statement trying to lie on the man's name. What do you gain from lying? What do you gain from lying? I don't get it. You could have literally. He said, if he doesn't buy his tickets in time, like he always buys his tickets, but if he doesn't buy it like a certain day. Or he doesn't buy it fast enough. They're on his phone, ringing his phone. Like, yo, you didn't make your deposit or whatever like that. Like, you didn't buy your tickets. And then, and then he, like, I guess he buys his tickets. But he said, now they're not, they didn't email. They didn't call him. They didn't do nothing. They didn't inform him of, the, of this. He literally went through the same entrance last Wednesday, like a couple of days ago. And no one told him anything. He said he's been checking his email nothing happened. So he said he was on the way home. He didn't want to say anything about it. He didn't want to make it into a bigger deal than it is. And lo and behold, he's trending before halftime. So he's like weird. But then when he's on his way home, he sees the statement. And he's like, nah, nah, nah. I'm not going to let you spin these lies about me. So I don't get what the Knicks are trying to achieve here. They're already a shit team. 
do you just need more bad publicity? This is exactly why, exactly why Kevin Durant did not want to come to the Knicks. And I don't want to hear the Knicks release some stupid statement about how they didn't want to give Durant the max because that was already the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Kevin Durant with an Achilles injury is better than, is still better than all the Knicks players. He's still better than all the Knicks players. I don't care. He can still take them all with an Achilles injury. You give that man the max. You don't make any, you don't make any, any reason to not give that man the max. Okay, that man has done more to deserve the max than any of your, your entire franchise has done in the last how many years. Okay, it's crazy. It's crazy. And even Kevin Durant said himself, these headlines, the way they treat their like old superstars, the way they like treat, like look how they're treating Spike Lee now. How do you think you're going to attract free agents? And it goes back, the blame goes back to James Dolan. Nobody wants this guy as the franchise, like the team owner. Nobody wants this guy there. He's doing a piss poor job. Every time I hear about this guy, it's always complaints. There's never a good thing that I hear what this guy is doing. It's always some nonsense and everyone needs to get him out of here. And first they did a weird thing this morning where they compared the situation to the Donald Sterling situation. And I don't think it's as intense because this man was literally racist and he said some really horrible things and NBA players were willing to boycott. We're about to boycott the playoffs if um, Adam Silver didn't do anything. And I don't think it's getting to that point, but it's getting to a point where a lot of people are unhappy with this man. And like, I, I swear like you can force someone to do like a sell the team, like they can vote you out or something like that. I don't know how the rules work, but I'm telling you as soon as Donald Sterling gets out of there, I think the Knicks will attract more free agents because I think it's just Donald Sterling really holding them back because there's a lot of negative negative things associated with him right now. He hasn't really done a good job in the last how many years when it came to the Charles Oakley um, trading Prisingis. Like, I get Prisingis wanted out, but why do you think he wanted out, bro? The Knicks are garbage. The Knicks haven't done anything to help him besides give uh, give a Joe Kim Noah $72 million contract, okay? They haven't done anything okay right now they got rj barrett poor rj barrett bro this guy is a good player not rookie of the year though but he's a really good player and he had to be stuck on the damn knicks bro like remember the last year when the knicks were saying they were gonna get zion um Kyrie and durant and none of that happened this is the type of shit this is why you get karma for doing shit like this to spike lee for treating like how are you gonna i don't get it how are you gonna treat a loyal fan of 30 years that put in nearly 10 million dollars into this team spike should just own a portion of this team bro like like you're putting this much money in just don't bro just relax relax and to make matters worse spike said he's not coming back to a game for the rest of the season congratulations congratulations the 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 last remaining the last remaining loyal knicks fan you have managed to isolate and you have managed to make him hate you for the rest of the year like you're lucky there's only like a month or two left in the season and then playoff start. I think it's like a month and a half or something like that. And then that's it for the Knicks. They're back in the lottery. I don't know what's going on with the Knicks. Every time I hear about them, they piss me off. Every time I hear about James Dolan, he pisses me off because I don't know how you're going to treat people like this. I don't know how you're going to treat. It just, it's just saddening to hear this. It's really saddening to hear something like this. Like, you really gonna treat this man like this and that's 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 enough about the knicks bro they be pissing me off all the time i hear about them bro sorry ass franchise i'm telling you i'm sorry if i triggered any of you knicks fans with this friend it's just you don't treat loyal fans like that and 
yeah, you can make the argument that, yeah, he should have used the other entrance, but at least tell the man in advance. Give the man a text, a call, email, at least one or two days in advance. Like, yo, you got to use his entrance. It's really cracking down on us. Like, you, got, you can't use the employee entrance. Use VIP entrance. Use the other entrance. Anything Like, any other entrance you can use, just can't use his entrance. But nope, you got to make a big scene in front of everybody. Like... I'm taking. I'm on Spike Lee. I'm on Lee's side on this one. Like I can't. Like I can't say the Knicks are not in fault for this one because you got to be more prepared. You can't just claim all this stuff. But whatever you. And I don't know if you you've heard it this week. You've probably seen about 500 posts about it from Bleacher Report. Uh, LeBron versus Zion. LeBron versus Zion. LeBron versus Zion. And there's they're saying a lot of people are like Zion is reminding a lot of people uh, about of young LeBron James. And you see, I get how people can say that because LeBron was a freak of nature. Zion's a freak of nature. The athleticism and off the charts. But you have to remember Zion's passing is like decent. It's not good. LeBron's passing is is amazing. It's grown over the years, but his passing right off the bat, his basketball IQ right off the bat was amazing. I could see more of a comparison with Zion and Charles Barkley because Charles Barkley was amazing. Like a lot of people like to clown like Chuck now, but if you see if you see how this man was playing back in the day, he was he was an MVP. This man was an MVP. So, it's not that bad of comparison. Like if I swear if if Zion can increase that passing ability, then I can see that. But then what I want to talk about is people are saying LeBron is passing the torch to Zion. LeBron is passing the torch to Zion. LeBron is doing this. LeBron is doing that. Okay. It's not that he's not passing the torch, but he's not I don't think he's passing the torch to Zion like I think he's gonna pass the torch to Luca I think Luca is the one he's passing the torch to because while Luca might not have that athleticism he can do literally everything else on the court this man can pass he can shoot he can dribble he can post up he can fade he can do like besides postering people this man can get to the paint he can lay up he can finish like if he needs to dunk he can dunk on fast breaks like this man Luca is the alt if if I didn't have LeBron and I need to pick one young player to start the, like my team with, I'm taking Luka Doncic, bro. I'm taking Luka Doncic all the way. And I, I think I, I said when Luka was getting drafted, I was telling everybody, Luka needs to go oh, number one overall in the draft, okay? This man was a EuroLeague MVP at one of the youngest ages. This man was taken on grown men when he was like 16, 17, bro. And then he came into the NBA and he adjusted like nothing tomorrow yes that draft was loaded and you had guys like trey young guys like deandre Ayton, all these guys i'm still taking luca bro luca is one of and people are saying jason tatum's better yes jason tatum can score and everything but i'm telling you if you take jason tatum put him on the mouse and then you put luca Doncic on the celtics i think the celtics are gonna get could be a championship contender like immediate championship contender i think they could beat the bucks with some guy like luca Look what he's doing for the Mavs right now. He's he's single-handedly willing them to the playoffs. I think they're like, I don't think they're eight seed. I think they're a little bit higher, like six or something like that. This man is bringing them into the playoffs in his like second year. In his second year, he's bringing the Mavs to the playoffs. Just imagine when this guy hits his prime and when Porzingis gets like gets back healthy, like healthier, and he could play at like what he was used to be playing in the, like the Knicks. Bro, that, that Mavs team is going to be deadly. And if you can get more pieces or even a star free agent, create a big three in um, Dallas, just watch out, bro. Watch out. I'm telling you, like, I think LeBron is going to pass the torch to someone like Luka Doncic. I think it would have been Simmons, but Simmons has just kind of been disappointing this season. Like, I've had him on my fantasy team, too. And it's 
he should have came into the the league shooting more threes. Uh, I get the first year you didn't have a jump shot. You were scared to shoot. Fair enough. You worked it out in the offseason. You've been working out in the offseason and working that jumper. So you shot a, th- a first three this season. You made it. Nothing but net. You did it in the preseason. Nothing but net. So shoot more threes, bro. Who cares? Who cares? If you're up by like 20, start screwing around. Start taking some threes, running some plays for screens, taking some threes, getting a feel for it, and start taking open threes when they give it to you. Bro, don't give into the stigma. Like, I think LeBron would have passed it to him if there, or it, more people would have been talking about it if, like, he was doing better, his team was playing better, um, he was shooting more threes. But I think it's going to go to some guy like Luka. I can definitely see Luka being the face of the NBA. He's really likable. He's a young face. Like, he doesn't really get involved in any scandals. All he does is just chill, work on his game. He comes to play. He plays the hardest. This, he's one. He has one of the best. He's one of the best like closers in the NBA right now, alongside Kyrie, Harden, those guys, KD. I honestly think that's who LeBron's gonna pass the torch to. Don't get me wrong, Zion's nice. Zion is nice. If he was playing the whole season, he was definitely winning Rookie of the Year. But it's gonna go to a guy like Ja, bro. Ja is. Been playing nice the whole season. Yes, Zion came in late, but I don't know, man. It's hard to say, but I could see why people would say that he's passing into Zion. But nah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's someone like Luca, because Luca can carry a team if he needs to. If he didn't, if he doesn't have KP, he can carry a team. He can. He can definitely carry a team with his, with his playmaking ability and all this stuff. And also, I don't know if it was this week, but the Lakers picked up Markeith Morris, and. It was Marquise, and then Marcus Marsh is on the Clippers. So now everyone's saying, bro, like the Lakers need more pieces. They just waved, um, forgot who they waved, and now they're trying to make room for Dion or um, Jr. Smith. Bro, I I love Jr. But after what happened in the finals, I don't think I want Jr. on my team. Yes, he is a sniper and he is a shooter, but it's like, bro, things like that, th- those discredit everything. You cannot be making a mistake like that. That's like that was a costly mistake. Not saying they're gonna beat the Warriors, but that helps build momentum. Getting the first win in a series, they wouldn't even got swept, you know. But I think I don't know. Deion Waiters kind of fell off. He used to be going off a couple years ago, and then like, the, like he just got injured, and then he he hasn't been the same since. So it's like it's a fifty fifty choice. I don't know if I go with Jr., but I also don't know if I go with Deion. I guess you got to see how they work out, how they play together. Um, you got to see what the Lakers need more honestly, like. Dion can create his own shot off the dribble. He can definitely close games. We've seen it before. He can shoot. He can finish. Also, J.R. Smith is a straight shooter. He can play defense. Um, if he needs to, it's like he can still create his own shot off the dribble, but he's not really like that. Let me take this and run with it. We need a good guy off the bench. And I heard, I think it was Shaq who was saying it yesterday that the Lakers need somebody to create like offense off the bench. Like all the Clippers have Lou Will. All these players have really, all these teams have really good six men. That as soon as LeBron sits, we're not going down by thirty, you know. And can it be a guy like Jr.? I don't think so. I think it could be a guy like Dion. It should have been Kuzma. Don't know what Kuzma's doing. Um, he posted this other. He posted this other day like um, haters hate me because they ain't me. And someone's like, bro, we don't hate you. We just think you suck. And <laughs> it's like, bro, it's like, just step up your game a little bit more. Like when LeBron goes on the bench. I watched this guy play yesterday. This guy was bricking, bro. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, what is going on? But like that that's that, bro. <laughs> that's that. Um what else, what else can I say? Like the Lakers 
I think for the playoffs, I think the Lakers and Clippers are going to match up. I think right now the Laker, the Clippers have gone overboard with everyone they brought into. They brought Reggie Jackson, Mark, uh, Marcus. They're bringing bodies to guard LeBron. They're bringing Reggie Jackson for that extra scoring power that they need. I think the Lakers can do it. I think the Lakers can still do it. Even though the Clippers are bringing in all these extra people, I think AD and LeBron and guys like Bradley, guys like Danny Green, all these guys can create a difference with their defense. Their defense was stifling yesterday against the 76ers in the third and fourth quarter. They really clamped down when they need to. And LeBron's shooting has been surprisingly really well this year like really well i've been watching him yesterday this guy was splashing from half court this guy was doing that little step back signature thing he has this year splashing he's still his passing is still on fire like i think if lebron plays at a really high level and anthony davis comes out dropping like 30 and 10 really dominant in the paint and really contesting shots then they can win i think they can they have a chance to beat the clippers because if you look at the clippers they're not unbeatable they're not as feared as the Warriors were, you know. They're not. They don't look as this demigod team. They've been beat, and they can be. They can be beat, bro. They can be beat. Like they're. I think they're like third, third or fourth in the the standings right now. So, if the Lakers get their shit together, I think they can beat them. I think they can beat them in. I'd say like six games. I give them six games to beat them. I think they do it at home. I think they beat them at home. I think they go into the finals. I think a lot of people aren't giving. LeBron enough credit you know everyone likes to say oh LeBron is always being always being like reported on like Bleacher Report all these people are always talking about LeBron but everyone's saying Clippers are going to go to the finals so I guess people really underestimating this Lakers team is what I can say you know and I think they can do it I think they can beat I think they can beat the the Clippers in six I think the Bucks um if the Bucks do happen to get to the finals I think they beat them in seven I think the Bucks I think the Bucks go down in seven to the to the Lakers, I think the Lakers are taking the title this year. I sincerely believe that. I don't think LeBron. I think LeBron's on a mission this year, especially like and especially after what happened with Kobe. I think it's all it adds a whole new level of like competitiveness to LeBron because he's like this is what this is how hard Kobe would want me to play. This is what what he like he would want the Lakers to win another title. So I think he's extra motivated this year. I think the entire Lakers squad, not even just LeBron, is extra motivated this year to make a really make a deep run. This is the first time the Lakers are going to be in the in the playoffs in how many years? I think it's ever since Dwight left, they haven't been to the playoffs. So now that he's come back, they're making the playoffs. It's crazy. But I think it's going to be a deep run. I think they're going to make a really deep run. I think a lot of people are overlooking the Lakers. Um, not that the Clippers are garbage. I think the Clippers are going to go to conference finals along with the Lakers. People are going to say the Rockets might be a sleeper team. Bro, the Rockets, their small ball lineup, it's working so far. Don't get me wrong. It's working, but they just lost to the Knicks, I think, a couple days ago. But in the playoffs, when everything slows down and when that tempo gets slowed down and each possession counts, and if you're missing threes, if you're missing your shots that you're supposed to make and you're just getting destroyed in the paint by guys like Montrell, uh, AD, LeBron, uh, Jokic, even like all these big man teams that are just going to muscle you around in the paint. I think the small ball lineup only works until the second round. I think that second round is when they're going to start having trouble with and when they're going to get bounced out of the playoffs. Hopefully, I want to see like I want to see Harden make a deep playoff run. I want to I want to see Harden and Westbrook make a deep playoff run. I just feel like the one thing that's going to be on their career always is that they never made it to the finals after OKC. They never made it anywhere after OKC. Hope they make it a deep playoff run, but I think the Lakers are taking it, taking it this year. When it comes to the um, the Eastern Conference now, 
Um, like I said last time, the Raptors aren't going to go deep. They can second round max. I think they don't have enough pieces to beat guys like the Lakers. Not the Lakers, uh, the Celtics or the Bucks. I don't think they get past those guys. I just think last year, Kawhi was the guy stopping um, Giannis. And now you, you don't have that guy anymore. You can say Siakam, you can say OG Ananobi, but no, like, Giannis is going to bulldoze you guys. Like, he's going to bulldoze the Raptors this year. And he's going straight to the finals. I don't think the Celtics can stop him. I don't think Jason Tatum can stop him. I don't think anyone can stop in the in the Eastern Conference this year. I don't think anybody can stop that. Unless, unless he just chokes and plays like shit. The only one stopping Giannis is Giannis, okay? That's what I'm thinking. It's like how Westbrook kind of clamps himself up at some sometimes. The only one stopping Giannis is Giannis if he plays like garbage. Okay, at least in the Eastern Conference Finals. When he goes to the play the West, Kawhi, uh, AD, LeBron, these guys at least contest his shots, at least slow him down a little bit. You know, like they're not going to stop him, but they can slow him down. Like Kawhi did that last year in the, the Conference Finals where he didn't stop him necessarily, but he did slow him down. So I think it's going to be a Lakers-Bucks Finals matchup. I think the Lakers are going to take it in six. No, not seven. I'll say seven. Let me know if you guys, let me know what you guys are thinking. Like, just like, you can hit me up on Twitter, uh, comment down below if you're watching this on YouTube, or comment on if you're watching on SoundCloud. Uh, what do you guys think? Other topics you want me to talk about, like predictions. Um, most improved player, I know I missed the last video, but I don't know. Honestly, I don't know, like, who's going to win most improved. I mean, I've been hearing a lot of random things. I've been hearing things like Terry Rozier, but I don't know personally. That's why I really couldn't speak on it, because I didn't want to make an uneducated guess. So there you go. But I want to thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to try and come out with new podcasts every Wednesday. Hopefully I can amp it up to two a week. Hopefully I can start the new um, like live recording of like me sitting down and get my camera out. You can see me while I'm talking. I'm going to start making a lot of more improvements, get a couple guests on the show, get a couple of my friends to come in and vouch for their opinions so it's not just going to be me all the time. Thank you so much for, for listening, and I hope you guys see you next next week. Remember, you can hear this. Uh, you can hear this uh, man, what am I trying to say? You, you can hear this podcast on soundcloud spotify or youtube if you haven't seen my youtube yet go check it out it's called youtube.com slash they call me mythic 